Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Well, good afternoon, and welcome once again to Lifting Lesson at Lunch. I'm Brother Tommy Young. So good to have you tuned in today's podcast as we continue our summer series of a summer of faith. Well, how's your faith working for you? Uh, I know through uh, these lessons, myself have has really encouraged me to see the the lives and the faith of, the, of those who have gone before us, and it's it's helped me to increase my faith. God wants us to have faith that not only moves mountains. I talked about this last week, but keeps the mountains away keeps those obstacles away if you want more faith we as children of god need to read the word of god it makes it that makes our faith work and it also strengthens our faith faith is one of the foundational aspects of christianity just kind of going over what we talked about last week faith in christ separates separates us from every other religion on the face of the planet Faith is belief that Christ not only died to save, but he was raised from the dead. Faith believes that Christ is still at work in the lives of his people today. Faith believes that Jesus can and does move on behalf of people who trust in him. Last week we talked about Martin Luther and the, the wonderful quote he had. He said, faith is a living, daring confidence in God's grace. It is so sure and certain a man could stake his life on it a thousand times. Think about faith that shows itself to others. We talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and their faith that took them to the fiery furnace, but yet their faith that removed them from the fiery furnace. Think about Joshua. God told him to march 13 times around the, the, the wall of Jericho and it would fall, and it did. The faith that Abraham believed that God would provide a, a, a ram when he took his son Isaac to the altar for a sacrifice. We must grow our own faith. Luke 17, 5. And the apostle said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans 14, 23. And he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And those are some big words, some serious words going on there. If it's not of faith, it is sin. Galatians 5, 6, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. James 2.17, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Today, many people understand or do not understand the fullness of faith. I know sometimes I just cannot comprehend the faith of, of those who have gone before us. Some people would even say it's, faith is overrated. But in Hebrews 11, God tells us that faith is a crucial part of our relationship with Him. You see, without faith, there is no trust because trust and faith go hand in hand. Faith is believing in things not seen. Faith is the hinge that holds the Christian to a personal relationship with God. Faith is what gets 
ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Sometimes our faith is weak because of lack of use. Just like we stretch our muscles before exercising, we must stretch our faith. The phrase I said is what gets ordinary people to do extraordinary things. I would love to do some extraordinary things, but it's not going to happen without faith. We, talk, we look at Moses in, in Exodus chapter 3, verses uh, 7 through 10. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land unto a good land and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. In order to do what God requested of Moses, Moses would have to go back to the place that he had fled from. A place where he was raised to rule over the Israelites and then later found that uh, he was actually an Israelite. Go back to the place where he had killed an Egyptian. Go back to the place where he chose to give up his royal status. You know, sometimes God just tells us, go back. Go back to where maybe some hardships were. And, and learn and grow. We see here that God is asking Moses to do something uncomfortable. Something uh, that's, that is a cross. For Moses, just as God asked Moses to do something uncomfortable, the Lord will ask us and direct us to do things that are, we're not comfortable with. Of course, Moses began to make excuses of why he can't instead of believing God can. I think Moses is a great represent, representation of us all. We hear, we hear God speak and then we get busy telling God why well, we cannot do what He's asked us to do. In all of Moses' response to the Lord, Moses is talking about I. I'm not good enough. They won't listen to me. I can't speak eloquently. What was happening is Moses was showing a lack of faith. Instead of knowing that if the Lord was sending him, we're talking about Moses, but we can put our names in there as well. Instead of knowing that the Lord was sending Tommy, then God would equip Tommy or him or Moses or you. And God would be the one to deliver his people. God will be the one to, to, to deliver us and to, and to give us our fruits. Finally, it comes to the point that Moses must make a decision. And sometimes God puts us in an area, hey, it's time to fish or cut bake. Finally, it comes to that point, either to continue in his lack of faith in the Lord or choose to step out in faith in response to the Lord's directions. How many times have God, has God told us to do things and we offer excuses? Excuses right after one, right after another. I know I've, I've used all kinds of excuses you can think of. Excuses why I can't do what the Lord has directed me to do. The lack of funds. The lack of having the right personality. 
the lack of being able to speak eloquently. God does not accept our excuses when faith is right in front of us. We need to stretch those faith muscles. If we never use faith, that we'll never gain faith. We too are given direction from God and have a choice, just like Moses, whether to hear only or to hear it, and then it's stretching out our faith and acting upon it. Moses finally chose to stretch his faith by acting on God's direction. Hey, has God told you to do something? You may be later in life. I'm 68 years old and God has challenged me with some, to, with some things. Some things that uh, to do greater for Him. I never thought at 68 years old, I retired, I retired uh, uh, six years ago, but God just has just kept me busy serving Him. I never thought I would be in Statham, Georgia. I received a phone call. And I kind of shook the phone call off. You know, I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. But Pastor Matt said, just pray about it. And you know, I prayed about it. And I said, well, my, I, I got to drive this distance. And I know it might not have changed your life at Calvary like it has changed my life being at Calvary. But acting on that faith, acting on that direction that, hey, I'm in control. Do what I have called you to do. Let's heed Moses' example and be people who act on God's direction in our life. God wants to do great and mighty things at Calvary. Or if you're listening from another church, He wants to do great and mighty things. And you know what? He uses people like you and me. I don't understand that. But that's what He chose to do. And we need to trust in the fact and walk by faith, having Jesus Christ as the object of our faith. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. And Lord willing, we'll see you Sunday morning at Calvary Baptist Church.